Hey, dummies, we're back for our first attempt at an after show. You may hear this, you may not hear this. We just finished up with Reverend Haney, and uh, we, we were kind of making the point that one of the things that was interesting to us was he brought out the idea that teenagers or youth today aren't really dealing with racism. Uh, that's not their issue. That's their parents' issue. They're dealing more with an identity crisis or uh, how did he say that being accepted or... Well, there's just so many identities out there. They don't know how to create or even see who they are because it seems like every truth has kind of been taken away from them. And I, I'm paraphrasing. Well, we're all paraphrasing <laughs> very probably poorly. a very wrong way, but it just seems like there's... How do I... How do, what, who do I identify with? Because everything is changing. It seems like it's a moving target. And it seems to be, or at least in my experience, it causes a lot of anxiety with uh, adolescents. So they're just struggling with who am I, let alone all this periphery stuff that us adults muddy the waters with. Right. Yeah, so they're not worried about what color is somebody. That's not their issue. It's just more, who am I? How do I fit into in, into this world that seems to always be changing? And the expectations of who I am keep changing, mm-hmm. or who I can be can, you know, keep changing, uh, those sort of things. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting because I think we just assume race is the problem for everybody, you right? Know? So, but if you look at the, the after he talked about that, and you think about what you see on the streets in these mm-hmm. places, it's not a lot of kids, not young children, not teenagers, or at least not. 15 and 16 year olds and again I guess maybe they're not on the streets but I would think if that was their issue they'd be on the streets right well I thought it was also interesting how he he added this perspective that you know not all white people are racist and not all black people are angry but we're not going to see that or at least we're not being shown that in the media and like he's so uh eloquently pointed out there's just a lot of people out there just trying to cause division for division's sake so they're not really we can't even get past the anger part to get to the meaningful dialogue that can cause meaningful change. We're just stuck in this minutia and this negative spiral, and we just don't seem to know how to get out of it. Yeah, so what we end up doing is we're all talking past each other, or we've all become defensive. So because I'm white, now someone says white privilege, and ooh, I get all upset. Yep. Uh, and I'm guessing there's white privilege, there's other privileges— there's rich privilege or yeah. wealth privilege, poverty privilege. I mean, maybe they don't seem the same, but I, recently I heard somebody on Facebook say we all have some sort of privilege by who we are or where we're located or whatever else. Um, and we could disagree with that. But years ago, I knew somebody who was going to medical school and they were on food stamps because they were spending all of their money to go to school. They had so much food stamp money that they were buying steaks and ribs for all of us to eat. So, so while they didn't have privilege, there was a privilege that came with that situation. Um, so again, I think identifying the real issue mm-hmm. is what he brought to this table or to this discussion, which is it's not really necessarily about race or about privilege or about anger, it's about hope, right? Right, and, and understand our similarities. We all have that same shared human condition, the same fears, the same anxieties. Mm-hmm. 
we want the same opportunities for our children. So there's a lot of things that we share and we have in common. And even with inside the church, we understand that what we share is that sinful condition that needs a Savior, which is Jesus Christ. And it was just amazing how he pointed out that's where we can actually start to build and heal is when we all start to identify that we need Christ and build our identity around that. So what's sad then in this is how many of us are Christians in this discussion and we don't take that simple place to start? Right. Whether you're Southern Baptist, Catholic, Lutheran, whatever, there's a place to start. There's a common thing sitting on our table that we can use as a discussion. Right. Christ. Right. And loving your neighbor. Right. That is, I think he said it very well. You know, everyone, like you said, Bruce, is that everyone has the same needs and the same desires, and everyone wants to be loved. And we, we've caused this great wall to be between everybody that doesn't look like us or doesn't act like us, doesn't dress like us. And now we, we don't see that need that they have anymore. We just see somebody or something different, and it's hard for us to break that wall down um, and and see them as a sinner um, who needs redemption. Um, and we're all in this uh, mess of life together. Yeah. So it's interesting because as Guy is talking about this, I'm thinking you can extrapolate this out in church. You don't worship the way I do. You don't listen to the music or want the music that I want or whatever it might be. We, we can just keep going. It, it's, it's, again, it's not, I won't call it racism because I'm not going to do that. But it's a form of prejudice mm -hmm. towards somebody who is just different than I sit, sitting in my own pew. And, and so, you know, drawing on what Reverend Haney said and, and what I heard a guy say once in a pretty good guy, he said, be merciful as I am merciful. Man, that's deep stuff in, in all of this. It's like we right. just stepped into the solution and, and everybody else is out there and Pastor Haney gave it to us. Be merciful. Now, again, somebody said that a couple thousand years ago. Maybe we should have listened then <laughs> and, and take our fingers out of our ears. and. and but to keep repeating it, to keep doing it, that's where we lose it, isn't it? We, we've kind of stopped uh, telling people, hey, be nice to each other, love right. them. Well, and, and if we can't be merciful on Sunday morning to each other, right? so if, if I can't agree to be offended by a song I don't like because you like it, or you can't agree to be offended by an instrument that I like that you don't like, then how do we ever hope? That in a world that's against us, in a world where things aren't conditioned for mercifulness, that I'm going to be merciful to the person who cuts me off. Merciful to the lady in the checkout who has 15 items in the 10-item checkout. <laughs> you know? Well, now let's, let's just... <laughs> Should we draw a line there? Well, let's draw the line right there. I mean, there's clearly a sign. Okay. But now, uh, what I hear you saying, Pastor Chuck, is that... Uh, well, first we need to practice being merciful within our own the walls of our own church and yes. our homes, and, our and own our homes, homes with our kids and our wives. Centric circles start in our families, start in our church, and then we can start to be merciful in our community. Yeah, well said. I, I, makes perfectly good sense to me. You start on a tricycle, which is for us in being merciful is a place where it should be easy. 
because you love the people. So if you're married, go home today to your spouse and be merciful to them. You married them. You picked each other. That should be a perfect place to practice mercy. So when they do something you don't like, like chew their cereal so loud it hurts your ears, just be merciful. And Wait say, a minute. Let's go back to that. No. <laughs> that may be in this the is not therapy. too many grocery items. <laughs> and then go to your office place where you have coworkers, right. your friends on the softball team, whatever it might be. And then you get off the training wheels. So you get to the big boy bike, and that's when you ride out into the world and you say, but now I'm equipped to be merciful. And I'm, I'm guessing that's probably what his Bible study does. I haven't looked at it. We will be downloading it and looking at it. But I'm guessing from the way he talked, it teaches us to be merciful, to see other people. So, so to see other people the way Christ sees me. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like a platitude because we hear that so much, but that's the reality. Give me eyes to see. Exactly right. Uh, the text this week is Jesus. He looks at the people and he has compassion on them because he sees them as sheep without a shepherd. We're all sheep, you know? And this is not a, intended to be a color thing. We're all black sheep. We are. Because we're outside the kingdom until Christ makes us his own. So if I just, instead of looking at somebody as somebody who annoys me or as somebody who I'm against them because of their political views or whatever else, and I just see them as somebody who's outside the kingdom of God and needs that opportunity, mm-hmm. that pathway into the kingdom of God and into hope, it changes the way I see them, the right. way I communicate to them. Yeah, if the Christ was willing to lay down his life for them, why shouldn't I just acknowledge you know, that love um, in, in simple ways, you know, to them by you know, just being friendly or uh, um, I lost the last word I was going to say. No, it's fine. I'm just lay aside some of that selfishness, you know, it's like I got to decrease so that Christ can increase. Yeah, and so years ago I had a student when I was teaching school, and I was teaching an elective course, and he took my elective course, and I don't know why he took it. He hated the class. He hated me, and he was a disruption every single day. And I kept telling him every day he came into class, I said, you can drop this class. You don't have to take it. You can drop this class. You don't have to take it. You're not doing the work. You're not listening. You're not participating. You're just causing problems. I met with his parents. I told them all of that, and he stayed in the class. (laughs) So I decided, as a good Lutheran, last resort, I'll pray about this. And this was my prayer. Every night, I said, Lord, tomorrow change his heart. Lord, tomorrow change his heart. And this went on for about three weeks. One day, I'm having a discussion with a fellow teacher, and I said, man, can you believe how much he's changed in my class? And this teacher had the room next door. And he said to me, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, he's just such a better kid now. He said, no, he's not. Yes, he's just as loud and obnoxious in your class as he was three weeks ago. What I realized, the Lord heard my prayer and converted it through the Spirit to be what I needed. Lord, change my heart. And in changing my heart, I saw him the way I saw all the other kids. And the things that he did that bothered me and annoyed me weren't so out there. So maybe that needs to be our prayer. Lord, change our hearts towards others who are different than we are, that we might be merciful as you are. And maybe... Not uh, 
ending with prayer, but maybe starting with prayer. Maybe that would be a... I think that's probably the best place. It's usually the last place Lutherans go, <laughs> but it probably should be the first place. Uh, so uh, we'll put this out, hopefully, if it sounds good or intelligible. Well, who are we kidding? We'll put this out there, <laughs> no matter what it sounds like. And maybe this will be one of many as we debrief what these much smarter people say to us. Sure. Just spark that conversation amongst yourselves. I mean, we've started to think about things we didn't consider until we entered this conversation with Pastor Haney. And if you have some thoughts or something that comes to you, you can reach out to us on Facebook, Dummies on Theology at Facebook, and let us know. We want to be in that conversation and dialogue with you because we're only doing this uh, to try to change the world in a little place we call home, uh, which is this podcast. So again, reach out to us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. If you like the show, please share it with others so that they can hear it and maybe have their hearts and lives changed as well in some small way. And we'll talk to you soon.